0: Johnny, tell us about the song. Why you wrote this?
1: Well, uh, first of all, we got to thank Governor DeSantis for uh, standing and believing for what, you know, he believes. And uh, we are both... Uh we were raised in Jacksonville, we're Florida. Yeah, bro- <laughs> <laughs> we're br- we're brothers, first of all. But he stands for uh, everything that we believe and and uh, he's been a great governor for us and he actually called me and said, you know, hey, I'm running for governor again. And uh we talked a little bit and we talked about writing a song and I told Donnie and And I I got very excited. (laughs) So, Governor, we're glad you love it. And Governor DeSantis, we want to thank you. Yeah, thank you. Governor, what was your reaction?
0: Look, we really appreciate you guys doing it. I mean, you know, I had just suggested maybe do like, I was like, you got Sweet Home Alabama, what about Florida? I thought they'd just do something very minor, tweak one of their old songs. Um, But, you know, for them to do that, I think it's really, really special. They did a great job. And it is a catchy song. And if people want to see it in full, we actually have it on our website. It's uh, Sweet Florida. A song.com. There's the video up, and then you can uh, do the the iTunes uh, right. to, to to buy it for yourself. Right. And so we recommend it. That's so right. Governor- so, so
1: Johnny and Donnie, he was there in the studio. Did you ever think, you know what, we got a Johnny and a Donnie? Let's have a Ronnie. And did you try to get him to sing along? Uh, oh, the governor? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Conservative Christian, right wing Republican, straight white American male. Gay-bashing, black-fearing, war-fighting, tree-killing, regional leaders of sales. Frat-housing, cake-tapping, shirt-tucking, back-slapping, haters of hippies like me. Tree-hugging, peace-loving, pot-smoking, porn-watching, lazy-ass hippies like me.
0: Hello, FreeBirds. It's the Simple Man here been a long time. Have you forgotten about me? I haven't forgotten about you, I promise. I miss you, miss talking to you. This hiatus was not supposed to be so long. Maybe I'll explain myself later, but maybe there is no explanation. And I hate to report that I'm not back officially, although I will be. I can tell you that. I might even have a couple special episodes in the can. It's important to me that when we finally wrap this up with the final album by Leonard Skinnerd, Street Survivors, that we do it right. We go out in style. So I can't promise you when I'll be back, but I can promise you that when I do come back, it's going to be good. You're going to get an episode every week on time, almost certainly. But that's not why I'm here today. I'm here today to discuss the Tragic event of April 1st, 2022. I'm recording this on Saturday, April 2nd. Hopefully I'll get it to you guys in the next couple days. But I felt like this was a time where we needed to come together. I need you guys right now. No doubt you need me. Because as Skynyrd fans who aren't complete dum-dums, we have experienced a, a major setback. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Friday, April the 1st, Johnny and Donnie Van Zant released a song called Sweet Florida. I think they went on Fox News to premiere it around 10 a.m. or so. News got to me very quickly. It looked bad from the, the jump. Once I actually watched the video and listened to the song, it was painful, Freebirds. You don't know what I mean. I'm going to play the song for you. Johnny and Donnie Van Zant, of course, are the brothers of the great late Ronnie Van Zant, singer, songwriter, driving force behind Leonard Skinnerd, who tragically died in a plane crash in 1977. And then years later, the band reconvened with Johnny Van Zant taking over as the lead singer. And this is crazy. I've Always complained about the modern day Leonard Skinner. I always have said that the real Leonard Skinner died in the plane crash. But I swear to you guys, you won't believe me. But I swear, lately I've been thinking uh, maybe I was too hard on the new version of the band. They are, in fact, the reason that I ever got to see Leonard Skinner as my first three concerts in the eighties. It was Johnny Van Zant on lead vocals, and most of the original Skinnerd band was still playing at that time. And they were good. I mean, they put on a good show. They never recorded, as far as I can tell, a single decent new song. Johnny Van Zant couldn't write a song to save his life. But they could play those, those old Skinner songs. It was, again, mostly the, the same guys. And Johnny Van Zant made sense as the replacement for Ronnie. That was his brother. They looked enough alike and sounded kind of alike. and. Johnny was trying to make it as a singer of a Southern rock band himself. So I don't blame them at the time for doing that. There's no way they were looking at how is this going to turn out 40 years from now? Will Johnny possibly record the worst song in human history in the year 2022? No, surely not. How would they know? But again, they, they never thought of that. Why would they? So I was starting to feel better about that version of the band that brought us all some joy. A lot of you reached out to me and said, you know, I, I get what you're saying, Simple Man, but they were a good band. So I was going to try to maybe pay them a compliment. And then what happens? Johnny Van Zant and his brother Donnie come along and do some shit like this on April the 1st. I was hoping it was a joke when I saw it, but, you know, I'm watching the video and listening and I felt like, well, that's a pretty elaborate Joke they're pulling off here, and they don't seem like uh, Andy Kaufman-esque brilliant comedians. Oh, actually, there actually were a couple articles about all the confusion people felt when they saw this video, heard this song. A lot of people said, is this an April Fool's joke? When you release a new song and the initial reaction from your common observer is, is this a joke? That's not a good sign, Johnny, Donald. So, what happened is for some reason, Johnny and Donnie Van Zandt, Donald and Donald, teamed up to record this song. It's called Sweet Florida, and it is an ode to Governor Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Let's get this out of the way. I never meant this to be a political podcast. Of course, you guys know where I stand. I made it pretty clear in the first episode, the very first episode. I told you what you're getting. I'm not a Confederate flag guy. Not a fan of that. But I also want to have fun here. I don't want to get too political. But it's been a rough couple of years, a few years since I started this podcast, uh, Freebirds. And now here we are with the band that I love, the band I'm doing a podcast about, essentially releasing a song praising one of my least favorite humans and politicians in the world, this uh, DeSantis guy. If you don't, I know there are some listeners across the globe, believe it or not, it's true. I'm not going to get into DeSantis and what he believes, but, you know, it's, it's your typical COVID isn't real. Let's address problems posed by the LGBTQ community that don't actually exist. Let's, let's putter around and do nothing for the people that need help and protection the most in this country. And support the most hateful, bigoted, racist shit around. That's He's kind of that kind of guy. <laughs> you see what I mean? Okay, that's my... There's a reason I don't talk politics, but you get the point. I don't like this guy. I don't like him one bit, and I've been trying for years. One of the main purposes of this podcast was to prove to everyone that dismisses Leonard Skinner immediately as a bunch of dumb, racist rednecks To show them that that wasn't actually the case with the real band, the original band. I'm not going to say they were these leftist, the most progressive thinkers in the world, but they were mostly a liberal minded band. Certainly Artemis Pyle, the drummer, was very progressive and liberal. And once again, I feel like it's this modern day version of the band that has tarnished their legacy by just making some very embarrassing new music, and B, pandering to the dumb redneck crowd, the worst parts of the South. All the work I've done with this podcast over the years, in one fell swoop, this dude, Donald, comes along with his brother, Donald, and they blow all that up with this song. It's such an embarrassment. It's kissing up to this governor, DeSantis. And I won't lie, when I saw this, when I heard this, I was upset. I felt like I don't even want to be associated with this band. There are people out there who I've met through this podcast. They think Skinner, they think me, they think me, they think Skinner. That was probably my mistake in the first place. But uh, now this, this comes out and who knows, maybe it won't be a big deal. Maybe people won't love it and you won't hear much of it. But this is ex- the exact thing I've been railing against all these years almost too perfect, perfectly shitty. I mean, but I want to put all that aside because again, we're not delving into politics here. Let's, I've said my piece. Let's imagine I loved governor DeSantis. It doesn't matter. It's never okay for a rock band to write a song for a politician that is basically a political ad it's the lamest thing you can do as a rock band. You're supposed to be anti-establishment, anti-politician, or at least just shut the fuck up about it and play a song about how you love this girl and she broke your heart or how you're going to have sex with someone. That, that's, that's rock music. Some of you won't believe this, but those who know me well know this is true. If Johnny and Donnie came out with some song about some liberal whatever politician, Biden, I don't even like but whatever. I would despise it. I would speak out against that as well. So the very premise here is faulty. This is a shit thing for a rock band to do. Now, putting all that aside, let's forget about the message at all. This is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. The music is the most generic I don't even know if you can call it Southern rock. It's kind of this, I would say it's like new modern country pop rock that sadly in some ways owes something to Skinnerd, but that's another discussion. This is just a terrible song. The music is horrible and the lyrics guys are a total mess. It sounds like a 12 year old wrote this in 10 minutes. It's just hitting all these buzzwords some of the lines barely make any sense. You know what? Before we get too far into it, I'm just going to play it for you guys. And here's the promise we're going to make. And if you don't agree to this, turn the podcast off right now and go about your day. Because we're making a pact. This is important, guys. This thing has been bothering me, I swear. I you know, did what we probably all did yesterday. I had a good cry in the pillow last night. Cried myself to sleep. Then today I had over my closest family and friends. We had a potluck thing like you do after a funeral. We all try to help each other through this. And that's what I want this podcast to be for the Skinnered Reconsidered community. But let's, let's make a deal. Here's the pact. I'm going to play this song for you today. Maybe you've already heard it. Maybe you haven't. Hopefully you haven't. And this will be the first and only time. Because after you hear this, you're never going to listen to this Again. We're all going to pretend like this never happened. If you're out somewhere in public and you hear this song, I want you to throw a fit, make a scene, call the manager. <laughs> let's do, let's do like, uh, let's act like all those people act about masks. If you go anywhere and this song is playing, act like that, act like a total asshole until the song is off. We're never going to hear it again. This never happened. The only saving grace, the only good news is this song is not attributed to Leonard Skinnerd. It is a song by Johnny and Donnie Van Zant. Hopefully, I like to believe that Gary Rossington, the only surviving original member of Leonard Skinnerd, and Ricky Medlock, who is legit in all his own ways, I'd like to believe they would not have gone along with this or maybe they refused to go along with this. And that's why it's not a Skinnerd song. So we're going to address this today, and then we're going to wipe it from the record book. This will not be a part of the Skinnerd legacy. Through the sheer power of Skinnerd Reconsidered, and the great listeners out there, I wish I could do more to help us all out. Uh, all I can do is podcast about it. I <laughs> get it, like that one song. But I think the only way out of it is through it. So free birds, kiss your significant other, put the kids to bed, by all means. Steal Yourselves by Jonald and Donald Van Zant, This is Sweet Florida.
1: Hey, I got something for you, Governor. This is the lyrics to this song. Oh, good. And so I signed it to you. And this is how they chart out everything to, to really actually go through it and play it. Oh good. So that's, that's exciting. Very cool. Uh it's a little different than what you heard on okay. the on the iPhone. So okay. now I was asking them, do you like listening to it loud? Hey, yeah, however you want Okay, yeah. just push play. I believe so sir. Okay. All right, here we go. You wanna hear it? Yeah. It's a little different.
0: Alright, I'm sorry I should have warned everyone. This is the official music video which begins with Johnny Van Zant and Governor DeSantis. And you can hear Johnny, this poor bastard, just licking the boots, licking the governor's boots. He comes across like a little child that wants to show you some new trick they learned, like an eight-year-old. And you know it sucks, but it's cute when you're eight. This guy's, oh, how old is he? He's an old man. He looks horrible, by the way. Not that that matters. but And he's clearly so enamored by this governor, this human garbage governor. He can't wait to play his dumb little song and, and just he's just begging for approval, he's acting like such a thirsty bitch because he knows he's a fraud. He knows. He knows he doesn't deserve any of this, that he has no real talent. He's riding the coattails of his dead brother. He knows all this. And you can see it in his eyes.
1: Don't like him, but he sure does get my business
0: I'm sorry, I'm not going to do this line by line But the opening line of this song is The press don't like him, but he sure does get my business What the fuck does that even mean? Where do you go from there?
1: He stands up for what he believes So don't come down here we're trying to change things. We're doing all right in the Sunshine State. Stay out of our business. Leave. leave our governor alone. Down in sweet Florida. Our governor is red-white.
0: You see what I mean? It's all these buzzwords free, truth, red, white, and blue. The governor is red, white, and blue. Again, it really doesn't even make sense. Just throwing words together. I guess Johnny thought to himself, oh, my brother wrote a legendary song called Sweet Home Alabama that I've been living off for 40 years. I should do a version of that, but make it shitty. And with a completely wrong message. And anyone out there who's thinking, well, Ronnie sang about the governor too in that song, completely different. You all know that. I'm so angry at this imaginary person I just made up because no one out there would actually say that. You're not dummies out there. Yeah, I can't even do anything original. I mean, this music is nothing original, obviously. So he takes Sweet Home Alabama and does Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Florida. Embarrassing.
1: Take it to the
0: bank. He don't care what Brandon thinks at the White House. Okay, <laughs> watching the music video. This is the first of the two worst moments. The, the lyric, if you didn't catch it, was something about, "He don't care what Brandon think at the White House." You know, very clever. I can't find the lyrics online. Hopefully they'll never be out there. but this song has only been out for 24 hours, so they're not out there yet. But the video shows him. Singing along to himself Staring at the governor As he sings this amazing Brandon line And then just cracking up He can't believe How adorable he's being And then this dipshit governor is laughing along too Of course That's the first of the two worst moments
1: Yeah he's fighting for the right To keep our state free, free. Well he's taking on the swamp And he's calling out Dr. Fauci, Fauci.
0: Yeah, that's number two. Same thing. Jonald singing, calling out Dr. Fauci, Governor DeSantis. Cannot believe how hilarious this is. And I, right where I paused it, it's Johnny staring at DeSantis like, did I do good, Governor? I'm a good boy, right? I'm, I'm good. Am I good enough?
1: He's the only one fighting. We still have our freedom, we can still see our friends and family, or oh, our kids are in school and we can go to church on Sunday, and it's all because the Santa's knows how to leave. He's red, white, and blue
0: You're It's so long, too. Even if a single one of these ideas worked or anything was good about this song, it's still too long. We've got over a minute to go, a minute and a half to go.
1: He's shooting us great, telling us to red white and blue oh down and sweet Florida he's shooting us straight tell
0: And then they try to sell you some uh, merchandise. Get your official Sweet Florida gear today. There's some ugly hoodie. Uh, There's a picture of DeSantis and his horrible family. (laughs) My kids are probably fine. They look very young. They'll be horrible. Just give them a few years. I don't know. Maybe you can buy that picture. Whatever you're into, guys. Again, politics aren't the point here. I mean, they are, but they're not. This song is awful. Somebody said on Twitter to me, Well, I get if you don't agree with the politics, but the music's great. Uh, No, you're incorrect. DeSantis shared the song and said, I have a feeling this will be the the hit of the summer, the, the jam of the summer, something like that. Noted music expert, Ron DeSantis. I mean, I hope not, but I don't know anymore. I hope this just goes away. I hope that's the last time you ever have to hear this song. Absolute garbage. And let's think about Ronnie Van Zant. We all know by now, Ronnie was a perfectionist. He was a taskmaster to a fault at times, but he was very particular about his band and what that meant. What Leonard Skinnerd meant. He wanted them to be the best of the best. He wanted to, blow everyone out of the water whenever he opened for another band in the early days he wanted to defeat them whether or not you think that's the right attitude I don't know but it worked for the band and to think that a piece of shit song like this would come out and again thankfully not under the name Leonard Skinnerd but by his two brothers very closely associated with Ronnie himself and Leonard Skinnerd there's no way he would allow this to happen Ronnie was actually a thoughtful person. He had opinions that weren't just based on party lines. He also knew when a song was good and when it sucked, and he would know this song sucks. When this song, when I first heard it, when it first came out, I immediately went on Twitter and and freaked the hell out. I should know better by now. I've been warning you guys about Johnny from the beginning of this podcast. I know this current iteration of the band sucks and is doing more bad than good but still i didn't expect this this it it is like they went into a lab and designed a song to piss me off and i know this isn't about me but i like to make everything about me but anyway i went out there on twitter i knew some of the great free birds would be there to console me to at least commiserate with me on how awful this is and of course you guys came through One of the most interesting comments to me came from a friend of the show, friend of mine, who is a great guitar player and singer in Nashville, Tennessee. He's always playing almost every night at one of the the honky tonks or one of the bars in Nashville. He may not want to be associated with this, so I might have to edit his name out, but his name is Scotty Castile. And he said that he had talked to Ed King, at one point who told him that Johnny Van Zant has no soul. And he said, I think he meant in his voice, but now I truly believe he has no soul. <laughs> Good job, Scotty. Tough to say at this point, he definitely is a shitty singer. Always has been. He can barely get by on the Skinnerd songs when the band is kicking ass and the song is great. But when he tries to go out and do his own thing like, like this, it's he's just an awful singer. And how about the, Even the rhythm of his vocals in the verses, it's all jumbled up and weird. It's just terrible. Oh, and then another great one was from Billy Wayne Davis, who is a a great comedian who's also from Nashville. He's a stand-up comedian that I used to do shows with back in the day. Look him up. Uh, He's been on Conan and had a lot of great success. But his comment was simply, this is what happens when you inherit something you think you earned. I think that's a perfect summation. So where do we go from here? Can Skinner recover from this? Will it matter? I don't know. It's not good. I can tell you that. I thought about uh, you know we're talking about poor Ronnie Van Zant. Thought about Almond Brothers band because it's always the big debate Skinner versus the Almonds. Those are the two seminal Southern rock bands. You know, who's better? And Greg Almond, lead singer for the Almond Brothers, he got as a brother. Dwayne Allman, (laughs) one of the greatest guitar players of all time. And poor Ronnie gets these fucking clowns, Donnie and Johnny. Not fair to Ronnie is my point. Oh, and in case you were wondering to weigh in on the Skinner versus the Allman Brothers band, who's better? To me, I don't think either one's better necessarily. It breaks down like this. It's just like the Rolling Stones versus the Beatles debate. The Rolling Stones are the better band. The Beatles have the better songs. The Allman Brothers band is the better band. Skinnerd has the better songs. Debate me. I'd like to hear what you think. But personally, I'd much rather hear the Allman Brothers cover a Skynyrd song than vice versa. And it's for both reasons. Skinnerd has the better songs. and The Allman Brothers are the better band. So I don't know, guys, I guess we're done. I hope this helps you out. I think it helped me out just to get on the mic and uh, and talk to you during these troubled times. I will return under better circumstances. I hate to reunite like this, but I felt this matter had to be addressed. I might have to take this episode down. (laughs) Some of the things I'm doing here, I'm kind of asking for trouble. But we'll see. I guess if you're listening now, you've already heard it. So who gives a shit, right? Okay. Let's get through this, guys. Let's just put one foot in front of the other and walk three steps away. Ah, I don't have a closer. All right. Love you guys. I'll talk
1: to you soon. I promise. The wrong kid died. Oh, you be careful now, you hear? Before you go and say something you're gonna regret for the rest of your days. Like what? Like the wrong kid died? Oh, no! no. It's okay, it's okay, mama, settle down. I thought you should know what your music does. It kills people. Wrong kid died. The wrong kid
0: died. Boom,